Buffalo Wild Wings has specials on food from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and great deals on drinks all day. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $3 Wild Herd by Goose Island. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the X Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network, X Zone TV, and on Shortwave. Our toll-free number is one 528 8255 Toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 528 8255 Email exone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, www.xzoneradio.com. And to watch and listen to our show live from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, go to www.xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Richard P. Jackson. He's a paranormal investigator, exorcist, and energy healer. For 20 years, Richard uh, Jackson has been involved in some of the most noted of psychic and supernatural events. As a multi-gifted medium and psychic, few have the hands-on credentials and accolades in such a wide variety of situations and perspectives as Richard has. Theologians, medical, historical, and researchers have witnessed his skill in maneuvering spiritual law and gifts to have a vast array of witness accounts of altering and making better the condition of our spiritual realm. And Richard P. Jackson, my old friend, how are you? I'm good, Rob. Always good when I'm on your show. Ah, oh, great to hear. So, Richard, you are so busy these days. Uh, it's really stepped up for me um, as my getting over this Lyme, chronic Lyme, is really being left in the past. And I'm everything good is coming my way. It's, I'm really in a new a new place where it seems like just barriers are just dropping left and right. I'm having a ball. Excellent. Glad to hear that, my friend. And I'm certainly, you know, I'm really happy to hear that you're feeling better. How are things in the in the spiritual world? Um, what is happening as we get closer to what many believe to be the end of the world? And I'm not one of those who believe it's the end of the world. I think it's the rebirth of spirituality. Uh, but those uh, people believe that come 2012... Doom and gloom. First of all, Richard, why do people put everything in a negative aspect when it comes to the end of something? Because it's exciting. We're used to that, you know, that fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a ghost story. Everybody likes to somehow have 
something on their mind or delivered by their mouth that has, that's impactful. Um, everybody likes drama. We're mm. over. The, the fact is, um, um, you know, from all ends, including the spiritual realm, we're overstimulated. Is not the end of the world, although, sure, the end of the world could happen any, at any time. Mm-hmm. And although it largely derives from the Mayan predictions, according to my friends from the Yucatan, where it's probably one of the only places where I repeatedly go on vacation when I can get away, um, it is not the end of the world. It is simply the end of a new cycle. And we enter the cycle of liquid, meaning water is going to be the big thing coming up, water and fluid. All right, stand by, buddy. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Richard P. Jackson is our very special guest. His website is just like his name, www.richardpjackson.com. And Richard and I will be back in two minutes as the Exxon continues right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. one 877 is toll-free. Email at exxon at talkstarradio.com. And our two sites, www.exoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. This is the Exxon, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? 
Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. Robin McConnell here at the helm of the USS X-Zone as we zip across the galaxy on the Talkstar Radio Network. Richard P. Jackson is my special guest. And, uh, Richard, um, have you uh, have you been working on any new paranormal investigations that you can share with us? Uh, the answer to that is absolutely. And um, if I can take a, uh, just a few seconds... People who know that I'm on your show, and as I'm starting to get my, my own you know, address book, so, so to speak, out, um, I had about 30 requests in the last five weeks asking me that when I'm on the show, and we've talked about this before, and we don't have to make it the subject tonight, just kind of a word to the wise. Um, if people want a hobby, it shouldn't be to try to find demons. Um, get stamp collecting. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's... People are dealing with things like asbestos. You may not think you're hurt right away, but somewhere down the road, these things have an effect on people. And to just walk in, you know, really looking both ways and being careful, people who want to witness and see things are giving an invite to anything that wants to come into your life. And it doesn't always do it that day or that week, but it does happen. And I was amazed at the amount of people that asked me to say that on your show. Um, my friend Mike Murphy, my friend uh, Dr. Monteith, who's from Christian Broadcasting, we talked about this. And, and they urged me, they said, you know, you make a difference in one person's life from getting hurt. Apparently, this is a phenomenon going on big time, especially in the Midwest. You know, and, and, and I'd like to point a finger at, at uh, shows like uh, um, A&E, a Paranormal State, and other shows like this who do not go and uh, and tell the people what you and I talk about here on the shows about the negative factors of ghost hunting, of paranormal investigations, of of seeking demons for a thrill. It, it, there's can be a lot of harm done, and it should be left to professionals, not people who want to do this as a hobby or think they're professionals just because they've read a few websites. It's what it is. It's something where there's no restriction. People can say and do whatever they'd like, mm -hmm. and there's not, you know, the Department of Environmental um, Protection doesn't exist in the paranormal, unfortunately, but it's not the nature of the beast. So people can make claims and do whatever they want. And, uh, you know, that includes even people who are psychics. And if, if I've watched people, and many people have come to me when they get news, I, I, I've been in a panic Somebody told me I'm going to be in a horrible car accident. And I, I tell them, well, why would they deliver it that way? Why wouldn't they say if they're getting that information, it's something you could prevent? Be yep. careful driving. That's why they get that information. And it's just people are really getting into the, the shock and the drama of things. They can't get enough. 
and people are getting hurt. And it's going to continue until somebody does something about it, like you, Richard Jackson. And I'm glad that you're on the show to pass this message along. A lot of people, old and young, are turning to the paranormal as a way to get their kicks. And I am dedicating, I actually decided that my, my first book that will be a, from a publisher, um, as opposed to a few that I'm going to sell on my own, this is all going to be happening relatively soon. Um, is going to be what we talk about. I'm going to talk about the sedu- seductive nature of the paranormal, of evil, of the adrenaline flow, and the danger it poses. Richard, well, do these do these spirits and demons get ticked off that they're constantly now being annoyed by humans? They're getting the recognition they want. And they're that makes it. them stronger, doesn't it? Absolutely. Any spirit that is in a good place, they're not going to be affected by this except to try to help people or give a word to the wise. Mm -hmm. It's spirits, be they human, be they demonic, be they thought form, because some spirits can be literally developed or evolved from strong thought, um, because that's what it is. It's consciousness, spiritual energy, and if we all think of something being, it, it, it begins to exist. And the things that are lower, closest to the Earth's plane, I use the word frequency or vibration, they're the ones that are easier to come through, they're the ones that get noticed first, and they're the ones who are loving the key word for them to play on this, this, you know, this, this kind of attention. It's called recognition. It is how a seance works. It's an invitation by talking and thinking and warning it. You're opening the doors and saying, yes, I'm allowing you to come into my life. Do people come to you after they've opened that door and they're possessed? Or they're being haunted? They're being uh, demonized? Uh, you know, those people, I try to help. I'll tell you the people I feel real bad for. Um, people who may or may not ever know why their marriage broke up, why their health is absolutely all of a sudden tumbling downhill, why they're in this horrible depression, um, why their daughter committed suicide. You know, it's not always like Hollywood. You know, spirits, if they're looking to get something based on our emotions, it's, it's better for them. They don't necessarily want to know where it's coming, you know, where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. It'll, they, want it, they want to go unnoticed. And I think that, you know, I, I, I call it 90%. I don't know what the percentages are, but the danger poses more when it doesn't look like it comes from the paranormal. Um, just, just as a quick example, people who are open to addiction. Now, if there are spirits that were addicted, and they may be good people, but, you know, they have lots of regrets. Perhaps they died in, in a state of, you know, really needing a drug. Um, perhaps they died in a state of an overdose or a suicide. Um, these are some of the spirits causing hauntings. Well, what they want... Um, is right now they want their drugs and they will convince and through the efforts of their thought they will have people unknown to those people starting to get this lust that they want to get high or they want to do drugs and this addictive factor is probably a lot bigger than anyone could possibly know and as a former addict I recognize it big time 
So the devil can actually manipulate. I mean, when I talk about the devil, of course, I'm meaning a, a demonic spirits. They can yeah. actually manipulate your life to suit their past life here on this planet? A higher-end demonic spirit is so much stronger than a human being. There is absolutely not even a close call in terms of what they're able to do. Thankfully, we have a lot of interference from the natural protection we have, from our right to, for free will and other things. And secondly, for all the protective and loving hands that there are out there as spirits. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it doesn't take a lot of people to cause harm. You have a hundred people and you have one person in that hundred that wants to do damage. It'll find a way to do damage. Mostly we're watched over, thankfully, by many, many spirits of all kinds that are kind of watching out for us. But that doesn't mean it's guaranteed. There's no guarantees. How about the angelic realm? Where do they come in as far as protecting us mere mortals on this planet? Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Rob, because I had a, a glitch in my uh, over here on the phone. I missed the first word. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the angelic realm. Okay. How do they the, protect us? Um, the demonic entities are angels. They are basically follow along roughly. Um, and I'm saying roughly, I believe the Catholics and the Hebrews, and, and I think the Muslims, too, more or less recognize nine levels of angels. I, I think that whether that's true or not, it's, it, it's close enough, because I've recognized the counterpart in demonic entities as to what they actually appear, because I do see them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, each order begins to appear a different way. In any event, what they are are angels who, like us, have free will, and they really don't like God. They don't like anyone um, telling them what to do, and they don't like anyone who has given us, these little monkeys, the right to bear children, the right to make physical and emotional love. Even the mightiest angel can't bear children. They're androgynous. So wait a sec. Hold on here. Are you, are you telling me that angels are demons? Uh, yeah, they're just fallen angels. The word fallen angels. Oh, okay. That. Fallen angels. Sorry, we're not talking about Gabriel. We're not talking about Michael. We're talking about the fallen angels. Absolutely. Okay. But they are. That's exactly what they are. They're angels. And the, the funny thing is that, you know, even if one doesn't believe it, if you start seeing legitimate pictures or have, I'm not sure it's an opportunity, in the situation of actually seeing an entity, you usually see them as blackness or an absence of light. Mm -hmm. I've been in rooms with the light sucked out of that room where you could not see your hand if you put it in front of your face no matter what you do, yet you could look out the window, and it's night, but you'll see trees and you'll see things, but it absolutely takes the light and pushes it right out. There is no light. The darker the entity, the blacker it is. The darkness from the hole in hell hath no light. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. Richard P. Jackson is our special guest. His website is richardpjackson.com. And uh, Richard, you've been into exorcisms. You've conducted exorcisms. How do you protect yourself before you go into an exorcism or before you do any paranormal work? I usually offer many prayers for days. I do some degree of fasting. Mm -hmm. And I also recognize the fact that while I can do some things, my protection doesn't come from me. It comes from my prayers and my prayers being answered. 
if in fact it was guaranteed that I will never get hurt, then why would, so to speak, divine messengers, I don't want to say God, but let's say divine messengers, why would they come to my assistance when I'm only willing to do it if I never get hurt? So sometimes, just to be legitimate, just to be real, and just to be somebody who can and does receive some phenomenal grace. Stand by, Richard. We've got to take our break at the bottom of the hour for the news. Richard P. Jackson and I return on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Richard P. Jackson's our very special guest this hour. Richard is a good friend of the Exxon, and he is uh, one of the world's leading exorcists. And when it comes to reality and the paranormal... Richard P. Jackson is the source that the Exxon goes to for his expertise and his honesty and the integrity that Richard is known for worldwide for his uh, paranormal work. And it's always great having you with us, my friend. Well, you know something? I, I so enjoy being on. And when you ask a question, it's, it's, you know, it's with such an integrity and enthusiasm that I catch it and I get, I almost get, you know, thrilled. I keep going. And, um, I, and I don't want to, you know, people to get uh, fall asleep listening to me. Um, so I try. I want to try to restrict a little bit my, my answers short and sweet. Um, but sometimes, you know, we're talking about like demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, if people call something demonic, it isn't, or vice versa. It creates its own problems, and rare is the person who really knows always the difference. In the overwhelming numbers, the problem with people investigating the spirit world is the fact that they're interfering with some of the spirits who are working their way up kind of the ladder of ascension. And worse than that, some of the spirits, call them earthbound spirits, so to speak, they don't mean harm. Um, Some can be a little malicious. Most of them are just lost and hurt and worried. And what happens is they come to our light, our aura, and we may not know they're there. And it's the effect they have on mm-hmm. emotional and especially physical health that is absolutely dynamic 
and the numbers on that are, would probably astound people. I would venture to say one in every five people at least is significantly altered by spiritual energies in their lives. Richard, tell me, how can people on television walk into a, a, a location, a house, a building, a boat, a barn, a field, and all of a sudden this paranormal activity just starts right up? Usually it's the adrenaline, if it is legitimate, of the people going there, and it's this whatever it is responding in kind. But I venture to say, and, you know, this is something where, like, I would take a stand 100% about the reality of the existence of the spiritual world that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, sometimes people can cause things to happen. Let's call it thought forms. Um, they can make it happen, and it's not really legitimate. That's, that's for starters. The second thing is there are spirits that sometimes come along with these people, and they love getting attention. So they may not really be the spirits that they think there are. They're spirits who've come along for the ride. And a lot of times, it's just hype. It's the music. It's the lighting. Um, you listen to it. It's like a bad horror show. It's like a bad movie. Yeah. When you prepare yourself for an exorcism, you told us before that you fast, you pray, and it and it's just not a matter of getting a call and in five minutes you're at the house, you perform the exorcism, it's gone, it's over, away you go. It's not like it is on television. What is no. a real, real exorcism like, Richard? It is extremely draining. It can also be very psychologically devastating, um, meaning I don't always know where my worries or a person who's who is an, exor uh, an exorcist, I mean, not that there's so many, um, Malachi Martin, before he passed away, wrote a book about 20 years ago called Hostage to the Devil. And he talked about five American exorcisms and how the priests were just beaten up emotionally in, in the process of actually doing the exorcisms. There's also a, um, I, I believe that the Catholics talk about this, but I've heard this from all kinds of friends, from Shinto priests, to, to, to Kabbalists and Hebrew mm -hmm. um, priests, rabbis. And, and what that is is sometimes we not only get hurt, but sometimes we're asked to give something up to ask a favor of God. I know one Catholic priest who used to love walking on the beach. He had a significantly tough case. He settled it, but for some reason, whenever he walked on the beach, he would get so nauseous, he literally could not walk on the beach anymore. And this went on for years and years. I don't believe it stopped something was taken away from him in order for him to understand that he had to give something up. Now, down the road a bit, it'll all, you know, come into an even scale where, you know, he earned some kind of spiritual right as he ascends in his own trip, you know, with God. Sure. But nonetheless, it's not always a win-win-win situation. It can't be. Got a question here, Richard, from one of our listeners. Uh, they'd like me to ask you to define thought forms and how dangerous are they? Okay. Thought forms can be extremely good. They can be extremely bad. They are simply what happens when we begin to think about something existing, and we do so repeatedly and in great numbers, so that eventually that takes form. In the same way that a, 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 a people, a group of people, concentrating on something, 
and this has already you know, long since been proven by oh, science, sure. will actually affect things on a cellular level. Well, on an astral level, um, meaning you know, a, a particular vibration of consciousness that's not necessarily our physical world, we can create things. We can, we can create things that are little like healing messengers to go to loved ones and comfort them. But we can also, by virtue of people practicing gray or dark magic, send messengers to do harm, to carry out curse, to make people uncomfortable. And the amount of telepathy, the amount of psychic energy available, and the, and the length of time determines what these are. Just as an example, I believe that some of the monsters, I'm calling them monsters almost with a wink, like the Loch Ness Monster, mm-hmm. in Lake Champlain, I, I believe they really exist. I believe they're flesh forms. So, so a thought for, a thought form would be a a manifestation of one's own belief. Yeah, and 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 when that's put in in hundreds thousands of hands, sometimes generation after generation, it begins to take form and exist, and sometimes it can do so rather readily, even for one person. And it can be good, but when you when you think good, you get good. If you're thinking in the other way, then that's what you get. Matches you, who we are and what we want. You've prepared yourself for the exorcism. You've done your fasting. You've done your prayers. You enter the room where the person is who is possessed. Does that demon know that you're going to be there, and are you under attack yourself for trying to get that demon out of the person? About 50% of the time, my big attack thrust happens about two weeks before I ever, ever um, hear of the case or ask to go on it. Wow. They know, and they know, and they display that knowing, which is very intimidating and can be, mm-hmm. long before I ever even get a call to be on the case. What's the worst, what is the worst thing that has ever happened to you during an exorcism? Um, I would say probably my, I had an implant that just for no reason literally ripped out of my mouth and unscrewed as I was doing the exorcism. That was one. To see a little lady levitate um, was very intimidating and watching her eyes change into that of an animal. Now, was that really a change, or was it just what I saw? It doesn't matter. It was in the light of day, and I'm watching this woman literally turn into the eyes of an animal. But it's the subsequent like uh, events that happen around where you get very confused in your head for a moment. Yeah. You lose place in what you're doing. You sometimes feel scalding water is on your head. You sometimes, I, I will often get stabbings throughout my body. And then all of a sudden, door slam, window slam, and ashtray breaks. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but believe me, when you're reading prayers over somebody and all of a sudden this takes place, it doesn't have to be any more than that to be absolutely intimidating. What is the demon's mission when you are there? To absolutely take control of the situation from me, to intimidate me, and to use whatever resources from my fear to the attention it's getting to grow stronger. 
and it's a liar, and it will give truth mostly so that it can lie and really get you on the lie. Um, I, I haven't been on a whole lot of cases where that's happened, but I've been on maybe four or five on my own and maybe four or five with Bishop McKenna um, um, from Monroe where that, in fact, did happen. And on some of these cases, they seem successful. And a year or two later, the people would talk about it, and they'd bring it back. And one very famous case in Massachusetts, his name is Maurice Ferriero. We thought we had it licked. And then we got a news broadcast that he blew his uh, wife's head off and his own. Oh, my God. He, he got seduced by the ability to lift up trucks, lift up the whole end of a truck as a medium-sized man of, in his late 50s. He didn't have that kind of strength, but when he came over, he wasn't uncomfortable. He felt like people might feel on amphetamines, and he would lift the entire truck. And he, he couldn't get away from the pride of the ego of his friends going, Wow, you're amazing. He couldn't put it down. And this was being manipulated uh, by the demons? That's right. I believe the book about it is called The Devil in Massachusetts, and it's, it's 95% truth. Richard, what are some of the signs or symptoms that someone may be possessed by a demon or negative entity or negative force? You know, there's, um, I, I, I don't believe this about everything, but I do believe that some of I call the old rules really hold true. Something that has strength so beyond its potential. Um, the ability to know things without knowing it, you know, without, without having that data. Um, the ability to change another person's thoughts or confuse. And one that to me is very intimidating, it's hearing several voices come out of one mouth at the same time. That's a real doozy. Thank God that's not that common. You only need to see it once to know that that potential is always there. And it's very intimidating. There's a few others, too, and they're, they're you know, the ability to speak in tongues. But I, I kind of leave that one alone because that can sometimes be explained by, by other reasons. What I dread most is a case that is what I call a mixed case that is both inhuman and human. Because human spirits don't respond to the same things demonic spirits do, not entirely, and vice versa. So you could be successful at one and not the other, and it just opens the door so you never really are successful or not without just incredible energy and time being put into it. What effect does, does holy water have on a demon when you're doing an exorcism? I have seen people welt. And I have seen people welt when it wasn't holy water simply because they thought it was holy water. So, you know, people say, well, then that's not true. It's a sham. I went, no, it's not. That person really thought that they had that brightness coming to them, and some force in them was resisting it. I have also seen, there was a particular case in Iowa, um, and this was holy water from one of the holiest people on earth that I have met in 58 years and I saw uh, almost a gallon of holy water sail across the room 30 feet uh, wow. like it was a feather and just smash against the wall. It meant nothing to the, to the, to the, to the demon. How about, how about the crucifix? Does that have the power and the authority of God behind it? What it does is it 
gives people, and this is nothing that, that, that is not entirely supportive of, of, of Christianity or my allies who are Christians, but a lot of times it simply makes people feel better, so it gives them that strength. Likewise, it's often used as a middle finger in the air, where sometimes, you know, you ask people what are the, some of the symptoms, you know, noise is this mm-hmm. and that. And, by the way, the crucifix on the wall in my room was upside down when I came in, because that's really a sign of, of you know, something manipulating. If there is, in fact, a crucifix, it does mean something on its own. Because All right, let's talk about what the crucifix means when we come back from this commercial break. Richard P. Jackson is our special guest, www.richardpjackson.com. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Richard and I return on the other side of this commercial set right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul-balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Still to come on tonight's show, we have Shen Enlighten joining me in the next hour. She is a counselor and a victim of a serial love fraud, and she's going to explain to us how to identify a swindler. And then Cal Kor from Cal's Corner in Prague in the Republic of Czechoslovakia. one 528 is toll-free. 
talkstarradio.com is the email address. Our websites, exxonradio.com and xzonetv.com. Richard P. Jackson is our guest this hour. First of all, Richard, thanks very much for joining us again. I've missed you, buddy. Well, you know, I, I love being on every time as we're talking in the show. I think of a whole train of things like, gee, we really needed to go here. Um, for example, one of the best ways of and I'm saying this for the benefit of everyone, I do this and it works for me. Sometimes the best protection I have is to do very little, to just know and feel secure that I'm doing what's right and I'll be taken care of. And sometimes that's the track that I choose. Um, you mentioned Mr. Rand um, before. We have a friend in common. Um, my comment there is there's a place where I think that UFOs and purported aliens, mm-hmm. um, extraterrestrial people, and the spirit world, I don't think they meet. I think they overlap in a very big way. So do I. And that's a whole other thing for us to go uh, with sometimes. I had the opportunity to work with Dr. Mack from Harvard, who has a group called Peer. He passed away several years ago, but he gave me the opportunity to work on several cases, and uh, I'm convinced that sometimes they're one and the same. I believe so, my friend. I believe so. I believe that as we progress in our spiritual quest in this lifetime that we call life, in this reality, in this realm, we are going to learn so much. And these are exciting times. We're on the cusp of the new uh, the new spiritual awakening, the new spiritual dawn. And with the learned people who are now understanding quantum physics, I think that a lot more will be coming to light. And all we have to do is each go to that big table with that piece of a jigsaw puzzle that each and every one of us has, put our pieces on the table and work together. We can solve these mysteries. We can understand more. And as we do that, we start living and finding ourselves as one species the way it should be. That's our whole purpose. And we need to we can take our ego with us, but we need to leave our pride at the door. So well that said. we can work together. Because we're all in this together. We're all we sure in are. this together. Again, Richard, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight and I wish your health the very best, and look forward to the next time when you and I meet here in the X-Zone. I hope it's soon, Rob, and for all the listeners out there, bless you all. Have a great week and a great spring coming up. You take care, my good friend. Be safe and be in the light. Richard P. Jackson, www.richardpjackson.com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by a young lady who's going to tell us all about how to identify a swindler. And that is our next guest, Dr. Lighton, and she's going to be with us when we come back. On the other side of the news, as the Exxon continues, right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away.